It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to another episode of the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G, saying thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Can you feel it? Just 19 days now left to go before the Oklahoma City Thunder hit out west take on the Golden State Warriors and then the Los Angeles Clippers to start the season. Can you feel those thunder senses tingling and going off now? Might have been going off for quite some time. I've been able to quail it with OU football and I've been very busy with OU football, but now I am just so ready to dive into the thunder season, man. I cannot even begin to explain how jacked up I am for what I think is potentially going to be one of the greatest seasons in Oklahoma City Thunder history. Yes, you will hear me say that a lot until we get into the season and the the Thunder prove me wrong. But I think they're going to prove me right. But again, I could be wrong. So with that, let me tell you what's coming up on the podcast today. We will hear from Paul George and Timothy Lua Cabarro, or as he prefers to be called, Timmy. Or Tim, or I like TLC. I think TLC looks really good on a jersey. Plus, we can make references to the other guys, and we can always quote the group, which to me I find very funny and humorous, but I have a very weird, twisted sense of humor. Paul George will talk about ownership of the team. I will tell you why that is a great thing for him to feel like he has now. We'll talk about rumors. There is a rumor that's going to drive Oklahoma City Thunder fans absolutely bonkers all season long, so we'll go ahead and start it now. And then from time to time, we will pull it out this year. And I don't know. I mean, all all the things that would have to go in for this to happen don't seem like all the pieces of the the puzzle could fit together, but we'll still touch on it. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the asking price for Jimmy Butler and why the T-Wolves are out of their mind. But don't worry, that price will go down. And then finally, the blue and white scrimmage is this Sunday. And we'll touch on that as well. My name's Eric G. I've been covering the Thunder now for five years. I work at 1340 The Game with Randy Renner, who's been uh, able to go to media day and practice while I've been busy with Locked On Sooners and uh, keeping my time down in Norman. And uh, what else do you need to know about me? I'm a credential member of the media and looking forward to year number six of covering Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. So let's get started with it today. And um, before we get into anything just like really meaty basketball-wise, I had to get this off my chest. ESPN has rated the most miserable fan bases in professional sports. And they've covered the big three, meaning the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA. Actually, the big four, because I know that they've thrown the NHL in there as well. So I took a look at it today to see where Oklahoma City Thunder fans ranked. They were the 103rd most miserable fan base 
in all of America, and that's way down there. I mean, the the bottom two fan bases that the the two fan bases that have absolutely nothing to complain about: New England Patriots and then Golden State Warriors. Patriots at the very bottom, Golden State just ahead of that, and that's like in the one twenties or one thirties. And ESPN's right. It's very hard to be miserable to be an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Although, if you tell fans around here, you have some that feel that the, that they're very entitled to winning to win a championship, and they feel like they were rooked out of a championship, mostly by Sam Presti, some by Kevin Durant, and they're going to find ways to be miserable and hurt and ache. But I call it faux. Faux misery is the best way to put it because when your organization's only 10 years old and the bottom line is is you stole it from Seattle and believe me, I have had to hear that a lot in the last couple of weeks with this new project that I'm taking on. Can't talk about it yet now, but this new project that I'm taking on, I've had to talk to two guys that have been born and raised in Seattle and every time they talk to me about Oklahoma City and I tell them I cover the Thunder... First thing I hear out of their mouth, oh, you stole our Sonics. It's all about the Sonics. So when you look at the whole big picture, you've had two MVPs. You've had Russell Westbrook. You've had James Harden. You've had Kevin Durant. You've got Paul George, who agreed to stay here in Oklahoma City, despite the fact that there is not a championship banner hanging down from the rafters of the peak. You really can't be miserable if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan. The Sacramento Kings... They considered them the number one most miserable fan base in America. I would disagree with that as much as I love the NBA and will always say that it is better than the NFL and is a much better product than what the NFL is putting out. I got to put Cleveland Browns fans as the most miserable fan base in America because A, you lost your team. They moved to Baltimore. They go, they win a Super Bowl, now two in Baltimore. You get a team back, but it's an expansion team. So there's no there there is absolutely no way you can't be miserable if unless you are a Cleveland Browns fan and I would think that they're the most miserable fan base in America. I mean, what is that? The the fact the the factory of misery or the misery factory, whatever the hell it's called, whatever the hell they, they call their stadium. But we know those days are coming to an end because Baker Mayfield is a complete savior and he's going to turn that organization around. Yes, I do say that with some jest, but I actually feel like he's really good for the organization. When you've been down that long, you need somebody that doesn't know the culture to come in and completely change it. Get ready for this rumor. Now, if you if you are intent on being miserable, if you're a Thunder fan, then get ready for this rumor all year long, and that is Kevin Durant back to Oklahoma City. I was reading an article today in Pro Basketball Talk. And some of this was brought up yesterday on First Take with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman. Kevin Durant's got another free agency coming up, and that's going to plague the Golden State Warriors all year long. And I honestly can't think of a more deserving fan base or organization to be plagued with Kevin Durant free agency rumors all year long than Golden State. But as those rumors come about you're going to hear him wanting to go to Los Angeles to play with LeBron. Pro Basketball Talk today was saying that Kevin Durant may want to strike out on his own and go someplace where he is the man and then the organization builds around him because he's already got two championships with Golden State and possibly three at the end of this year. So the urge to go play with somebody like LeBron just isn't there. So he wants to go someplace where he can unquestionably be, unquestionably be 
the premier talent, the premier face of the organization. The Knicks are coming up. I the the Nets certainly fall into that category. Would not be the San Antonio Spurs. The Mavericks, yeah, but I don't see Kevin Durant going to the Mavericks. You could just start listing organizations. But then they throw Oklahoma City in there. And Oklahoma City doesn't fit Kevin Durant being the man. That's the thing that had me scratching my head. Because if Kevin Durant comes back and he truly wants to be the man, the organization won't see him that way, the fans won't see him that way, and his teammates won't see him that way. This is Russell Westbrook's team. Paul George is second. You could be part of a big three. I have no doubt in my mind that the players would welcome you back. Ennis Canner's not there. I, I think you may have to get over some issues with... I think you really might have to actually get over some issues with Steven Adams. And of course, Russ, you've got to bury all the hatchet with Russ, but I guess uh, Kevin Durant followed Russ on Twitter, so there are rumors that they're getting past whatever issues that they have had. Still, I think you're going to be seen as a guy that was somewhat of a traitor, and they're not going to welcome you the way the Cavaliers welcomed LeBron James. The fans may, but I don't see the players. And I've already said, I don't want Kevin Durant back. When the Thunder win a championship, and I will say when, not if, I want them to do it without Kevin Durant. I want Russell Westbrook to be a part of this. I want Paul George to be a part of it. I want... Adams and Jeremy Grant and people like that to give to get that moment in the sun without KD just because I don't want KD to be able to further his own narrative here. That's me. But that rumor's going to be there all year long and what's going to happen with Oklahoma City Thunder fans is some of them are going to get pissed and they're going to have the attitude that I do and others are going to get real excited. But I think we've learned with Kevin Durant, you can't really believe anything you say or read even though his actions may speak, you still really can't believe anything you say or believe with Kevin Durant because none of us really know where this guy's head is. I'm not even sure he knows where his head is. Speaking of where heads are, the Minnesota Timberwolves have got him up their butt. There is no way they are going to get everything they want for Jimmy Butler, uh, which is players that are established now. They want current star players, current veteran established players. They want prospects. And they want young guys, all for Jimmy Butler. That's a very steep asking price, which right now would take the Oklahoma City Thunder out because they're not giving up Steven Adams and they're sure as hell not giving up Paul George or Russell Westbrook to get Jimmy Butler. Um, future, I don't know. Could you sell them on the fact that Alex Sabrinas is the future? Oh, that's that's the other thing um, we all need to get used to this year is Alex Sabrinas is going to become the Kyle Singler of this year as far as everybody trying to trade him when trade rumors come up. And the Thunder really don't have draft picks to give. I mean, and if that is the total asking price, that does take the Thunder out. And as much as we've all become come to expect miracles, this is probably one that is out of Sam Presti's range. The other thing is, if you're Minnesota, you don't want to trade him inside the division. I certainly, if I'm Minnesota, don't want to trade him inside the conference. But as, it ling- as things linger on and Jimmy Butler sits out and decides not to report and not get paid, the Timberwolves are going to be forced into a situation where they have got to do something to get rid of him. And I think ultimately they're going to be willing to take a lot less than what you're hearing the offers for now or what you're hearing they want for Jimmy Butler right now. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, what did Paul George have to say about taking ownership of the Thunder? 
We'll let you hear that next on LOT. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Thunder podcast. Locked On Sooners is out now, too, and it is a member of the Locked On Podcast Network, or I guess it's a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I don't know that a podcast can actually be a member, but if it, but if it could be, it would be. And you can get Locked On Sooners and Locked On Thunder at Google, at Alexa, at Apple iTunes, at Spotify, at Stitcher, It's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and all podcasts are available at LockedOnSports.com. And this one's available at LockedOnThunder.com. We have all our podcasts archived there, so it's very convenient for you. I tweet out a lot of podcasts in the overnight. I try and uh, tweet out the new one as much as I possibly can. But um, as always, you can go to LockedOnThunder.com and listen whenever you want. It's an on-demand service, which is the thing I love most about doing a podcast is... You can listen anytime you want, and uh, we can continue to work on making this a lot more interactive. Just tweet me, at Locked on Thunder, and uh, maybe we set up a voicemail account for a little bit later in the year and uh, to answer all your questions about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Paul George spoke after training camp. I think this was today. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it was today. It may have been yesterday, but I'm pretty sure it was today. Here is Paul George on taking ownership of the team and his future with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Um, I know where I'm at. I know what my future is after this. Um, so it's, it's, you know, I feel I can be a little bit more vocal. I can be a little bit more hands-on um, and, you know, give as, as if I didn't last year. But I can really um, be involved here. And, um, you know, I, I take pride in, in, you know, being here and in, 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 in this uniform. When I was first listening to that and I heard him say, yeah, I'm great. I know where I'm at. It's like, yeah, you're at the practice facility. He's like, I know where my future is. So I was thinking that he knew what he was. I was thinking he was talking about like the immediate future, not anything like down the road. But uh, all joking aside and all bad jokes aside, Paul George taking ownership of this team while Russell Westbrook got is gone and is out for a while is completely essential to them having any sort of success whatsoever. The Thunder are going to need a voice in the locker room. And as much as Russell Westbrook wants to be one now, you really cannot do that when you're injured. Um, In fact, you can actually alienate your teammates. And we all know what an abrasive personality that Russ can be. That's really not, I don't think that's going to be the situation, but Russ knows that he's going to have to tread lightly. And he may want to get guys fired up, and he may want to tell them to do, but they're the ones that are out there on the court, and they're going to be more apt to listen to somebody who's on the court with them. So Paul George now gets to establish himself as the number two. What'll be interesting to see, and we talk about how there is a transition period when guys get back and we see it manifest itself on the court. What will that transition period be like for Russell Westbrook as he takes back over that leadership role. That'll be a question 
that'll be very interesting to see get answered. I would assume Russ fits in sort of seamlessly, maybe not total seamlessly, but with the help of Paul George and Paul doing what he needs to do to concede to Russ at certain times, it should make things go smooth. Now for Timothy Luwa Cabarro, or Tim, or TLC as we like to call him, and I haven't heard this audio, so it's a bit of a surprise to me. This is from yesterday at training camp. Here's Timothy Luwa Cabarro on playing basketball with the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's a new situation for you. How are the first couple days going as, as you sort of get more and more integrated with the group? Um, easy. Uh, got a great group of guys uh, to make it easy for me. Uh, trying, just trying to um, listen to what the coach say, what the, the old guys that have been here uh, longer say, and uh, just stick around. So much of what Coach Donovan talked about yesterday is trying to build an identity defensively early on in training camp. How do you see that looking for this year? What, what is this team's defensive identity going to look like? Um, just play hard, don't get uh, blown by, uh, help, just be, like, uh, just be a group. A group of guys that trust each other and uh, just play together and just like just just be a group and then just be a block and uh, play together, play defense together. That's 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 the mentality. Yeah. Dennis, Dennis uh, he's he's fast. He's he's really fast. Uh, he's a uh, he's a great player and uh, just trying to just, just trying to learn and uh, and see what he, what he's doing. Uh, I don't have the answer right now of. Uh, <laughs> of uh, what to do, but uh, looking for it. Do you have a particular assistant coach that you're working with uh, in position drills or anything like that? Yeah, um, I mean, um, any s- assistant coach that you're like particularly working with yes. off to the side? Yes. Which one? Uh, Vin. Vin. Okay. Yeah. Any anything that you're really focused on with your game that you want to continue to improve upon? Uh, trying to be stronger on the drives, uh, be better on my handle, and. Um, and I always sharp my sharpen my shots. Um, trying to be better, trying to be faster, and uh, yeah, be stronger on drives. Tim, you're in a crowded spot on the roster. A lot of guys playing the wing positions. What's going to earn you minutes? What are the things you know you you got to do well to earn minutes? Uh, definitely play defense. Uh, just do whatever the coach says. Uh, try not to make mistakes, and uh, just be just be a good teammate. Uh, just be just be here early. Do my do more work and. Uh, and just be here. Make it easy for everybody. What do you try to do to make sure you're you're as up to speed as you can be? Just just as caught up as you can be. When you're new, what, what kinds of things are you trying to do to, to, to understand what to do and to just fit in as a new guy? Uh, just talk to everybody. Talk to the coaches. Talk to the talk to the players that have been here around for a long longer time, like uh, like Russ, PG, uh, Steven, uh, Raymond, all those guys that know and uh, and being here around is it's for sure um, a new. A new set for me uh, is, is different than Philly, and uh, so I have to I have to learn everything, and I have to uh, I have to just just be focused every time, and uh, do a lot of videos, and um, just yeah, just talk to the guys and be and be focused every time when, whenever the coaches talk. Just 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 be just be focused and, and listen to what I say. Does it help that there are so many of those guys, so many guys who have been around? Yeah, it helps. It helps. It helps because they don't do mistakes, so you don't have to do you can't do mistakes. Dimite Luau Cabarro from training camp the other day. Um, I do feel bad for him having to guard Dennis Schroeder, especially when you're a bigger type guy. Having to guard, guard a guy that quick can wear your butt out. As far as him getting on the court, I, I don't know what I can add to what he say said other than 
Billy Donovan does value defensive players. Billy, Billy Donovan also values guys that can make your shots. And if you can do those two simple things, play defense, make your shots, you're going to be on the court a lot. And that's something, I mean, as simple as that sounds, there are a lot of guys on the Oklahoma City Thunder that can do one but can't do the other or can't do both and can't do them consistently enough to see valuable minutes. So we like to make basketball this really complicated thing, but ultimately it, it consistency above all will get you more playing time if you're Timothy Luwa Cabarro. And there's a great article by Eric Horn in the Oklahoma, and I love to always tip my cap to guys that, that do good work. Eric Horn continually does good work for the Oklahoman. And not that I like to steal my stuff, but hey, I'm a talk show host. It's what we're taught to do. And um, he talked about how... Billy Donovan's done a great job of developing Jeremy Grant. Nerlens Noel saw that. That made him want to come to Oklahoma City. And now TLC, as we will forever now call Timothy Luwak Cabarro on this podcast, is another reason why he's excited to be in Oklahoma City because he sees that development happening. And uh, he'll be one of the fun guys to watch on Sunday out at the Blue and White Scrimmage, which we will touch on next. And I will tell you the thing I'm most interested in seeing Coming up right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked On Sooners is out. It is also part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Google, Spotify, Alexa. LockedOnSports.com and Stitcher and Apple iTunes are the places to get all the Locked On podcasts and rate us all five stars. That is, of course, if you like us. If you don't, um, then, then don't rate us at all so you don't hurt us. I, I don't know. I don't know how these things go. I always want you to be completely honest. And, of course, you can always contact me at LockedOnSports.com or um, actually at LockedOnThunder.com and at LockedOnSooners.com, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your number one daily local podcast, your team every day. We wrap things up. Uh, the blue and white scrimmage is coming up on Sunday. That'll be at the peak this year. Usually the Thunder do it where it's open to the public. They've done it at the high school. That's not the case this year. It's going to be at the peak. Some players will be available. We'll have that video for you on the Locked On Thunder website, and we will tweet that out for you as well. Plus, we'll have the audio for you on Monday and break that sucker down as much as we possibly can on Monday's podcast. But for the Oklahoma City Thunder, what I'm looking most forward to seeing is one, oh, come on, you had to know number one was Raymond Felton, right? With as much as I love Raymond Felton, I want to see how he's used, what kind of role he's taking on. That's number one. Because I get the feeling that he's going to be phased out, and I hope I'm wrong. Two, Dennis Schroeder. When he's in, how much is he running the offense? How well does he look running the offense? Why does he, why does he play like if Raymond Felton's in and Dennis Schroeder has to move with the ball? And that's something, if I'm Billy Donovan, I do a lot. Because when Russ is in, 
Schroeder's gonna Schroeder's gonna have to play without the basketball. So you might as well bring Raymond Felton in to get Dennis Schroeder used to that. The other thing that I'm I'm really interested in is a lot of these young guys, how they're starting to mesh. What's Terrence Ferguson look like when he's out there? Do we see him make a leap from what we saw in summer league to now? Did all the working out pay off for Terrence Ferguson? That's a big question that I've got. And Alex Sabrinas, what does he look like defensively? What does he look like shooting the ball? Just so many different storylines with the Thunder. And at least we'll have some idea of what they look like after Sunday and maybe the direction Billy Donovan's going. And then we'll get more data as the preseason goes along. But it's very hard to make summations until we see them three, four weeks into the season to see how all the pieces are starting to fit together. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Mary G. We will be back tomorrow to talk more Oklahoma City Thunder basketball. We will have audio for you. You want me to be more specific? Well, we're going to talk about what the Thunder have to do to really make some hay in the first few weeks of the season, especially they have to go without Russ for a while. So that's specifically what's coming up on the Locked on Thunder podcast tomorrow. And until then, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked on Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 